You're listening to the Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered Podcast, a place for inspiration, empowerment, and personal development. Showcasing badass women from all over the world, giving tips on personal development, mindset, and healing. I'm your host, Olivia, transformational success coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs. Now let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the Empowered Woman, Badass, and Unfiltered Podcast. And this is the most impactful guest season. And today I've got Leah George here. Listen, I had her on about a year and a half ago, and we talked about, or even two years, it's it's been a while. We talked about how she lost her daughter on her one-year-old birthday. And if you've ever gone through loss like that, you should definitely listen to it because her perspective changed my life. You know, she constantly, she said, and I say this always, there's always a lesson or a blessing in life. Yes. So I always look at that. And, you know, sometimes those lessons, they hit harder and harder because we've always got to learn them. But um, yeah. We, <laughs> they're going to keep coming back around if we, if we don't learn them the right way. Um, exactly. But with all that being said, I've got Leah here. Um, she is the founder of Living Legit and started it in 2018. And it is all about authenticity, uh, staying true to yourself, empowering yourself and elevating to new levels. She's also an advocate for sisterhood and finding your tribe. Uh, Leah, yeah. I'm so happy to have you here. I am so happy to be here again. Good to see you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. We got big blessings on the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's he's a coming. <laughs> but yeah, thank you, Olivia, for having me again. I appreciate it. Of course. So what have you been into since we've last spoke? So since we've last spoke, uh, like you said, it's it's been about a year and a half. So a lot um, has gone on. Like I, I was saying, I, I just sent my son off <laughs> to Uncle Sam uh, <laughs> uh, into the airport. He's 19, um, you know, figuring out life and, and what he wants that to look like for him. So he left yesterday uh, to head to basic training. And then today uh, is my younger son's 15th birthday. And we just celebrated my other, my first daughter's 10th birthday. So I've had Things happen back to back. Um, also, something exciting for me right now is I am in an internship uh, for event planning because it's another passion project of mine. So I'm learning all of the behind the scenes of um, how event planning works, what to do, how to put it together, how to deal with the client. Um, actually seeing an event in a larger capacity from start to finish. So I've been in that since August and I'll continue to be in it through February. So that's like the like biggest thing I have going right now. A lot of life transition going on. Your, your son's birthday, your 15 year old son's birthday is the same as my husband's birthday. I saw oh, that because wow. I commented on a thing. I was like, oh, birthday. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but um so event planning I okay I love events I am a huge and I've done um I did a that was my minor so 
I, my major was recreation. Well, my major was professional communication, but my minor was recreation, tourism and events uh, for Florida State University. And I did marketing with that degree. And so where I did marketing was at a mall. So I did like Santa Claus arrivals by helicopter, um, a Disney (laughs) store meet and greet, um, like some, so I, oh my goodness, I love that world. What are some of the things that you've been learning? Um, and, and as far as the event space, because of it, COVID, like they took them away, but they were like, everybody was like, nope, we coming back with bigger and better. Girl, I learned that it's not as easy as it looks, especially the space that I'm learning it in is a 47,000 square foot space space. So they have small events that are more private in the smaller lounge of the of the area. But then we just did a huge 400 person event, Um, you know, having to get the tables together, making sure the decorations look right. And my mentor, she is very, very particular (laughs) about what that looks like. So it has been quite a learning experience being someone that I've done smaller events myself. And that's why I decided to go up for the internship because I was like, well, I know that there's more I probably need to learn. And the person that is my mentor, she's been in business for well over 20 years at this point doing weddings and things. I didn't get to, I didn't get to do the wedding with her. I really wanted to do that and see what that looked like from start to finish. But I do think we probably have another one um, coming up, but We'll see. <laughs> weddings, oh my goodness. Weddings are so much work, especially depending on the yeah. bride if, and, and the family. If you've got a family that's willing to spend like money um, yeah. that wants all those particulars and yeah, that it's yeah. just, it's, but I, I find it better when people know what they want. Yes. Versus well, like her is, it seems that we have a lot more clients that are like, y'all have creative control. Like they'll say, okay, the color scheme is X, Y, Z. This is how many people are coming. Y'all take care of the rest. I love when people do that, even in my own, in my drinking business, when they just say, hey, I want this crystal, but you have creative control over the design of my necklace. That just allows for better creative free flow. And I feel like you execute better when someone gives you that type of freedom. Um, I don't like when people come in and don't know what they will. Yes, I know I want to have a party, but what do you want that to look like? <laughs> so you have to come in. I, I wish more clients would come in with a better idea of what they want it because that just makes it easier for us to execute. Oh, definitely. I mean, and I'm me, I work in food and bev and like just dealing with like holiday parties and like some some of these people's requests after COVID. Some people yeah. Um, I have one, one party that's like, well, we do, we, we feed our people family style. So like the sides are family style. They don't think that's appropriate post COVID. They want to have 40 people come in and everything be plated on the, like, and I'm just like, okay, that's fine. Well, well, but it's making those, you know, each of the appetizers be plated individually for all the guests, not having them be able to pick from the same plate. Um, little things like that, which we usually never do. We've never had someone make that request before. Um, but that's, that's just what happens in the space, you know, and people are. We haven't ran into that yet. Um, we, we serve. So, you know, we make one big, 
I guess you could say played for, what have you, and we, we serve from there. You don't get to come get it yourself. But <laughs> we haven't had one yet where we had to break it down to individual plates. I kind of hope we don't get that. Because <laughs> you understand, logistic-wise, yeah. that yeah. the time execution of that is just not. Right. Right. <laughs> I'll see. I won't, I won't get to see how it goes, but anyway, um, what are some of the lessons that you've learned? Cause okay. You say that in life that everything's a lesson or a blessing. What lessons have you learned over the past like year and a half? Man, being still and being okay with being still. Mm. So <laughs> I got to learn that one. Tell me. Look, look, I'm, the, I'm, I'm usually a go-go. Like, I can't sit still. I, I don't know if I have adult ADHD, but I'm always on the move, always doing something. But the way that God had this set up is I was getting ready to sit down. My car, my engine blew back in August. So, and this is a vehicle that I am still <laughs> paying on. Like, it, it was bad. And I was like, oh my God, like, how am I going to get to and from? What, where? How am I going to get my kids to where? they need to go. If I need to make a delivery, what am I going to do? So the lesson that that has been the biggest lesson so far is to be still and just know that no matter what, even though one of your essentials is taken away from you, you're still provided for because I still haven't went without. I've still been able to get to where I need to go. My kids have still been able to get to where they need to go. And then it's also taught me patience. Mm-hmm. because I've been back and forth with the warranty and, oh, are y'all going to fix it? Are y'all not going to fix it? And it's just being patient in that moment because it's like, I want my car and I want it right now. Because like I said, I I need to make sure that we're able to get where, you know, where we need to go. But it's, it's sitting in my home. And now it was, especially with my son leaving, I had, I had, I ended up having the time to have more family time because now there's, there's nowhere for us to go. I have to realign my schedule to where I have a ride if I do have to leave. This internship started. So really, right now, all it is is either I'm going to the internship, I'm coming home, or I'm just at home with my kids. So I feel like God created that moment and opened it up for me to be like, Leah, no, look, right now is not the time for you to be go, 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 be here, be there, be here for this person and that person, your kids need you right now in this moment. So I'm going to go ahead and take away this car. <laughs> and you figure it out from here. So that has been the biggest lesson. The other thing is I went through a period of stagnation. Um, I had got probably towards the beginning of the year, I had got extremely depressed. It's one of those things that's going to take time to process. And I think you learning the patience this year too, like, man, like the patience is a and we always learn these lessons so uncomfortably. And um, I, I too was in a similar situation towards the beginning of the year, end of last year, beginning of the year um, of just, just this depression of just, I, I was just like, I, I just kept feeling attacked on so many different levels. So like, and it's just like, why, why, like, how much more do you want to break me? Mm before I, I can, you know, have a breakthrough. And, and I mean, it was, it was definitely a, um, 
a learning process. Um, practicing gratitude. What are some of the things that, that help dig you out of that depression? So you just said one, practicing gratitude and trying to look at the bigger picture of it all. Um, of course, I'm still big on meditation, stepping outside, getting silent, mm -hmm. getting clear, being by yourself for a moment, because I think too, in my depression, sometimes I sought outer stimulation. Like I, I wanted I, you know, I wanted to automatically call a friend or be around someone, not realizing in that moment, I need to just be by myself. I need mm -hmm. to just listen for, for that voice to tell me how to move forward, what to do next, what words to say. Um, and also that, that small voice that just tells you, look, yes, you're going through this right now, but you're, you're going to be okay. It's rocky. It looks crazy right now. You don't have an understanding of, of what's going on, but just listen, be still. I'm still here. No, and, and trust in me. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. And during that time, that is probably, it, it became an affirmation for me to continue to say that, like, wow, like this is not what I thought it was gonna be, but this is the way he intends it to be right now. So I have to trust, everyone likes to use that, trust this process right now. And, and that's real. Um, but yeah, meditating is something that I always go to praying. I, I, I wanna say that there was a point in time that I forgot to pray. The, the, the thing that I learned as a very young child um, it, it was to pray when things are going well, when things are going bad, when I need help, when I need an answer to a question, just taking a moment and just saying, God, like, I need you right now, but not always coming in your time of need. Like sometimes just saying, you know, God, thank you for being you. Thank mm -hmm. you that I'm still here. Thank you that my kids are still here. Thank you. And that goes back into gratitude. Thank you that I still, you know, I don't have my car right now, but I'm still able to get to and from as needed. You know, my lights are on, my water's on. We forget the little, the small practices that are mm -hmm. actually huge and have a huge impact on, on our well-being and what our outcome is going to look like. We, I feel bad sometimes for that, but it was going back to what I, what I used to do. What, what I know to do and just making sure to reincorporate my spiritual practices into my life because I have fell off. I really did. I didn't, I'm not going to sit here and say I, I cared to pray. I, I didn't. I, I would, there was a time where I wanted to just sit on my bed and wallow away, sometimes even drink and just mm -hmm. be like, you know what? I don't want to feel this feeling. Let me just sit here and woe is me and, and my sorrows. But no, it, it really was finally just going back to the basics, saying that prayer in the morning, saying that prayer at the end of the day, praying over my kids, praying over myself, the thing that I wasn't doing. So that is also what helped me, you know, get through the stagnation, the depression, mm -hmm. the not knowing what's going to happen next. Well, God, why are you doing this to me? Be still and know. That is the best answer to that. He is always present. He is always watching over you. And it, it, and again, it may look bleak at that time, but there is a lesson that you're going to learn at the end. At the end, we can't be so 
gung-ho. I need to know what this looks like right now. I need to know what's getting ready to happen right now because I feel like that causes a certain resistance so that the breakthrough doesn't happen the way that it needs to because you're resisting instead of just allowing and just flowing and sitting with yourself in those moments and really just viewing what is happening to you. So yeah, reintroducing that, you know, my, like I said, my spiritual practice, praying, meditating, getting outside, even eating right, you know, helps with not feeling so heavy and, and down all the time, you know, because how you feel physically manifests psychologically as well and vice versa. So, you know, balance, learning to balance all of this, learning that the bad feelings that I'm feeling are okay to feel as long as I'm um, processing them in a healthy way to where that I can still function and still do the things that I need to do for myself, my kids, at my job. Yeah. Yeah, because toxic positivity is not the answer because then you're not actually feeling the emotions. And then I I could go on a whole different thing about that, but I, I love how... I just, I appreciate your authenticity in in this so much because yeah, it's so difficult when you're going through it, going through it's the hardest part. And it's like, and I, I constantly tell myself that my mom has cancer right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I was telling her, and I mean, my mom only eats organic food. She's like one of the healthiest people I know, but it's like ovarian cancer. So it, it you know, it's not. And, um, she, she can't come to my baby shower, but she will be here for my birth, but she literally has to stop her medication on the week that she's supposed to get it and postpone it. So she can be here for the birth, uh, because she can't be around pregnant people on her medication. And yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, I'm like, you know, getting through it is the hardest part. Like it's literally like in the mud flipping sucks. And it's just like, you know, you just, I think when you're in it, you just have to accept that that's where you are, you know, that there's a season for everything. And sometimes those seasons, they really suck, you know, and you can find the good, the good in them. Um, for me, I was like, I had to put in some slow gratitude. Like I was still praying. I was still talking to God and everything, but I, it was just, I think it was just me having that time to know, like, to know that I could get to such a dark place. It's so important Mm -hmm. to know that you can get there, but it also gives me so much more sympathy for other people that are having a hard time. It makes me more aware um, of you know, how they might be feeling in that time and how to better approach it um, than to just, because I know some people like, oh, just be happy. Happiness is a choice. You can't say that to just anybody. You don't know what somebody's really going through. Right. You're absolutely right in that. I I can't stand to hear people choose, choose, choose happiness. Well, that's relative because just in the next moment, I can be unhappy based off of what's happen- happening in that moment. So I don't necessarily want to say that it's a cop-out, but it's definitely the wrong thing to say. The way my not feeling great in this moment is valid. And to give me or, or for even me to get out of it, I said, well, just, just choose to be happy right now. 
No, because then I'm invalidating my the actual emotion that I'm feeling. Instead, we should just be telling people to allow that, sit in that a moment, and acknowledge that the sadness um, is there, that the depression mm-hmm. is there, the anxiety is there. Because just choosing to be happy, I feel like you're just you're putting a, a bandaid on it. You're you're yeah. not even really confronting the emotion and and why it's even there. It is all there to teach us some type of lesson in that moment. And yeah, you're going to be uncomfortable in it. It's going to physically hurt. You're going to cry. You might scream. You might throw something. You might throw a pillow. I don't know. Just make sure somebody's not in the room. But either way, acknowledge that it's, it's there. Because then to me, like if we're going to talk about healing a little bit, that's where your real healing will begin is where you, when you're able to get to the core and sit in loneliness, for instance, and be like, okay, well, why do I feel like this? What do I normally do when I get here? Well, what can I do different this time so that it feels different? Or I begin to nick at it. Well, well when did this start? We got to get more into doing that again, instead of the, uh, just be happy because mm. it's, it's not doing that now in this day. And it's not, it's not, feasible anymore. That's not a good enough answer for me to just be happy. Things are happening to people right now. You know, my, my stuff, yeah, it's bad, but you can look and watch TV and read the newspaper. Heck on the road yesterday, on the way to my son's basketball game, I saw an accident where they were given CPR. Things can, can get bad really, really quick. So it's just the, the, just be happy. That's not going to work. You, we really got to get into the practice of getting to the core of why we feel how we feel so we can, like one of my favorite things to say, elevate. <laughs> one of the parts of living legit, I feel like that's the only way that you're able to do it. And, and if you're serious about it, don't, and, and, and become consistent with wanting to know why is this here? Why does this feel like this? What triggered it? Like, we got to get much more into that instead of, don't worry, be happy, even though I like that song. But <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I realize that because, okay, so I work inside my, my restaurants inside of a casino. And so I see people like, I see all types of people, um, but it's cold outside right now. So I, we've seen a lot more homeless people. Yeah. Um, walking around inside our casino and, you know, we can try to like, I can, think about my problems and what I have going on. I'm not, I'm not trying to diminish what I have going on, but then gaining that extra perspective of like, I could be in that type of situation. I could be in this type of situation and, and just, and, and finding the gratitude. And you know what, I might not have everything that I want, but see, I'm also working on contentment. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's, that's a thing to re- to just be happy with what I have yes, and grateful for that. And, you know, um, want more, you know, want to achieve more, but be okay with where I'm at. It's right. a struggle that, and I think that's one of the things that, that God has really wanted to teach me as well. Um, but yeah, I, I love this topic. I love the healing. I love because he like healing ain't easy. It's not like, oh, it's all butterflies no. and nope. trust me. No. 
and it looks so different for for everyone but it's like finally deciding that you're you're worth healing that you deserve healing you deserve to to feel better in this moment you deserve to understand you in that moment and i i i feel like people don't give themselves that gift of healing and the gift of grace um and and understanding that it's okay that you you feel like this right now give yourself some grace you know you've been going through a lot i i've had to tell myself that too with everything mentally that i have not you know not just in my reality but even mentally i have going on i'm like oh my god leah no you don't need to think like that you need to do better give yourself some grace breathe girl for a minute <laughs> yeah allow yourself to be human yes it's okay you don't have to have all the answers right now you don't have to have it all figured out right now just breathe <laughs> like Seriously. Now I do want to talk a little bit more about your business. Share yeah. all the details. So uh, what I do is copper wrapping. I do copper wrap crystals into necklaces, sometimes bracelets and, and other things that I, I play with. Um, a lot of people don't realize that copper is a, is a conduit. So whenever a crystal is wrapped in copper, um, it is able to um, put out whatever energy the crystal itself holds. So Living Legit, um, that is a part of Living Legit is my jewelry making business. You can find some of my designs at livinglegit.net. Um, and I also have taken on TikTok. So on there, I am Leah Denier So Legit. Um, I do do videos of me um, creating jewelry or some of the creations, <laughs> excuse me, that I've made um, in the past. Um, the other thing is, uh, we put out there that I'm a huge advocate for finding your tribe um, and also sisterhood. So um, I have um, partnered with a friend of not a friend of mine where we now put on what's called Cisnets. So that is um, there's an area here where I live that's outside in nature. We set up a huge picnic area where women come and we just congregate with one another. No pressure, listen to music, take pictures, blow bubbles, coloring books. Um, so that's a whole movement that we've been wanting um, wanting to continue to do. It, we've already started. It's cold outside right now, so it's a little at yeah. a little bit of a steam still. <laughs> but we'll pick it back up in the in the spring. So that is like a baby of mine um, right now too. And I want other women to be inspired. Um, when they see us put that on TikTok or on social media to start their own like chapter or sisterhood in the areas that they that they live in. I, you know, right now at this time, I feel like not only do you need yourself, of course, but we do also need each other. And you do need a network of women because right now I'm just talking about women. Right now you need a network of women that you can entrust and know that you can confide in but not only on a personal level like that, but for instance, the women in my tribe, we're all really good at something. So I know when it comes to even business matters, I got one friend that she's good at websites. I got one friend that's really good with coming up with creative ideas. I know that within my tribe that I can reach out to each of them. And I, I think that's important for women to do. So again, I hope that when anybody sees what we're doing, that they're inspired to start that same thing in the area that they live in. That's so beautiful. I think I'm so, I, I love 
networking for one. I love getting the the tribes. I've realized that I, because I didn't really um, comply to COVID. I, <laughs> I lie, like I put on a mask when they told me to, I okay. social distance, <laughs> I social distance, but like keeping myself in the house and not being like making friends. Like, that was not me. That wasn't me. And I'm so grateful for that now because I, for one, never got COVID. And two, I've made, I've been able to build some serious relation, like friendships with people. Mm-hmm. And um, I need that, that social interaction. Yeah. So, oh my God. Okay. I need your, I don't know if I follow you on TikTok, but I need your TikTok. I think I follow you. Let me. But I'm Leah Denier, so legit. So L E A H D E N I R. Then I. So legit. <laughs> I probably do. I just, you know what? I just post. I'm so bad. I'm so bad because I, I just, yeah, we're friends. I'm okay. I, I, I thought so. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I probably liked your stuff in the past, but I, I don't scroll on TikTok as much anymore. Yeah, I have to stop. It's a little bit addictive. <laughs> yes, it's a time suck. Recipe, I am addicted to recipes and learning, you know, new food, you know, new ways to create meals and things. So that would be like my thing. Like I would go down the rabbit hole of TikTok, just looking at people make food. Like, <laughs> so I had to because it was getting it was getting kind of bad yeah I I my algorithm is so like it's interesting it's it's really interesting now because I guess I was in a phase where it's like it's almost like a um car crash we'll look at things that we don't really want to see but we, we but we still look at them um and so like I'll I'll find myself having like a lot of things that are super racist like (laughs) that people are just saying really like like are really race oriented things and I'm not that type of person right so I'm just like oh this is just a little too much for me and it's like it's it's just so extreme and so I I, then I I'm like okay no but then I'll find other ones that are like now it's like more so parenting stuff and stuff like that but for a minute that was like it was basically everything like white people are evil, this and this and this, that type of stuff. And I am not like that at all. Right. So, right. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I had to switch up my algorithm. So what I, what I make sure to do is that not only do I watch the video, I interact, even if it's just putting an emoji um, or saving the video. And that began to change the, my algorithm on TikTok. So now mine is a lot of food, a lot of spiritual stuff you know, positive affirmations that, oh, this is your sign. I like those. Um, but yeah, that yeah, that's what I switched that up a little bit. Yeah. And I, I, I did see some things where I was like, I didn't subscribe to this. <laughs> like what? Right. Like sometimes it'll, it's not, it's not too bad. Like you'll anymore. get a, a, a one-off like just out the blue and it's like, that and that's really where I was just like, uh, and they'll they'll still pop up. But anyway, Leah, I'm gonna let you go. Thank you okay. so much for coming back on. I'm so yes. thank you so much for sharing with so much authenticity. And I, yes. I really appreciated this because it's like this turned out to be something so much more than I think it would. Because you know, if anybody's going through anything right now and they they're hearing this, they can know like, you know, they'll get through it. Yes. 
I always say that you don't get over, but you will get through. That's that's the next that's the next one I'm gonna keep for the rest of my life. <laughs> you don't get over, but you will get through. Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Olivia. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Empowered Woman Badass and Unfiltered Podcast. If you found any value in this, please consider sharing and subscribing. Now go out and be a badass.